bad thoughts from Poverty is about not having enough money to meet basic needs, including food, clothing, or even shelter. Welcome to the 2023 SDG Fest. You are listening to the KingCast Podcast, the show that brings awareness about sustainable development goals as a teenager. Good morning, my name is Alondra. Hello, my name is Seth. And today I will be talking about my SDG, which is poverty, SDG number one. Okay, so what is poverty? Poverty is about not having enough money to meet basic needs, including food, clothing, or even shelter. More than half of the world lives in poverty. Not all people have the opportunity to live, have water, or food. During this time, I will be giving to you information and opinions on this topic. And later, we will have a guest speaker who will give us his truly opinion on this global problem. Today, we will realize many things referring to how some of the world lives and how much poverty there is in this world. And with this, we will learn how to value much more what we have. So over here, I have a really, really good quote by Nelson Mandela, the former president of South Africa, which states, as long as poverty, injustice, and gross inequality exist in our world, none of us can truly rest. Right now, I will be going into some discussions and opinions on some different topics, which I will like for my guest speaker to come in the picture. His name is Seth. Thank you for being here, Seth. Thank you for having me, Alondra. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about these topics that I have over here, which are actually very important topics in this theme of the SDG of poverty. And the first topic is, let's evaluate some methods that the government is using to deal with this problem and whether they are working or not. Let's talk about how it is in our country, which I am from Puerto Rico and my guest speaker is from another country. So let's see how things actually work. So tell me, Seth, if some methods that your government uses and whether you think they are working or not. Well, from what I've observed, there has been a lot of some efforts put in by the Philippines government to try and reduce income inequality, to try and reduce poverty in in the Philippines, especially because here in the Philippines, poverty is a very prevalent issue. There are a lot of people, especially in extreme poverty, a lot of people in poverty, a lot of people on the streets, a lot of people living in areas that are just generally not good for living. And Although the, the Philippine government has done a few things to like try to remedy this, there has been like government social assistance to try and help reduce income inequality, expansion of secondary education. There has been like a few social welfare programs here in the Philippines. But I feel like although they do try to do a lot, what they end up doing isn't really able to impact like it really isn't really able to do as much as I think it sh- they they wanted it to because there's still so much poverty in the Philippines that what they've been trying to do with like, for example, I remember there's like a certain, they've been doing like certain programs with regards to agriculture to, to try and help farmers in the Philippines. Yeah, they've been trying to help a lot of, they've been trying to 
give people access to better paying jobs here in the Philippines. But I feel like here it's not as effective. It's not really effective what they're doing here in the Philippines. Thank you for that opinion. Thank you for just putting that out there, which I also agree with you because in the country where I am right now, which is United States, I believe that they actually focus more on things that are not really that much. They, they're not really that important, to be honest. Like I feel like the biggest problems they put aside and they prefer to deal with things that could be dealt with another time, which over here in the United States, I actually live in, in Texas where there are a lot of immigrants, which we all know, and the government really does nothing in order to help them. Like, and not only with immigrants, but with a lot of low-income people, which the decrease in just jobs available and just, they really do not do anything or they just do the less possible. And it's like every time, every year, the percentage of poverty increases in the United States. And it's like, me seeing that with my own eyes, I have actually seen people just looking, kids looking for food and trash. And I feel like the government should really do something about it. Yes, there are some things that they do to help, like food banks, like just pe- pe- where people can go to just get some food or get some basic needs. I feel like they barely do that and I feel like that's really a big problem because how are you going to avoid this big problem one of the biggest problems in every single country just to deal with another things actually like I feel like at least in the United States they actually prefer to do things that cause causes more problems instead of actually addressing what's happening so with that said thank you for your answer and let's go to the next topic which is does what causes like in your country does people tend to mix race or like where you are from with poverty or no I feel like here in the Philippines, there isn't really much of an income inequality with regards to race. I do feel like although there are other factors that that contribute to inequality with regards to like wages, salaries here in the Philippines, like gender, sexuality, but I feel like here in the Philippines, race isn't really much of an issue with regards to money, with regards to compensation with regards to wages although i do feel like that could mostly be attributed with the fact that people tend to stick within like their own different regions like for example people who are muslim tend to stick in places like mindanao and because here in the philippines it's mostly christian it's mostly cat mostly catholic so i feel like it could mostly be attributed to 
sort of us being like um being separated by region but i feel like even if it weren't i don't think that it would really be much of a problem much of an issue here okay so actually in the united states is like really different since there is a lot of diversity here there is really a lot of diversity and from what i've seen people tend to look down or they tend to mix poverty and race between the hispanic community and the african american community like i've seen it with my own eyes i could put an example of uh me being in school just me being in school i have actually seen someone from here that person was just disrespecting a african american person because they tend to look down on the fact that the biggest percentage of poverty in the united states are usually african americans or hispanic people and they they tend to actually use slurs they tend to actually use really disrespectful words towards just i don't know why is the need to do this they actually use words like for example the projects the ghetto they use those are two different type of words that actually mean some place where low income people live at and they really don't have much food or money and they usually tend to be african americans or actually hispanic people and that's it it has always been like that even in the place where i am right now i've seen that in both places in the united states which is texas and baltimore which i am right now and it is completely sad how people just tend to look down on other people just because of their race and it feels really bad just seeing that with your own eyes so with that let's go to the last topic which is how poverty affects our health in the united states or around the world and let's just conversate with this a little bit because i know that is probably a big problem in every single country i feel like in the philippines poverty affects health so much because here in the philippines like you know the lowest income is only like 500 pesos or something i think it's lower than that in like i think it's lower than that in rural areas but it's like 500 pesos which i don't know how much that is in us dollars but here it's like very barely enough to like survive it's barely enough to live and considering how for if you take into account for example that there are two members of the family and usually people have like two kids three kids here so that's like five people you're trying to support on 1000 pesos per day per day and you have to account for like money you have to account for like water and beds and like clothing at housing and stuff so you can't really afford to get sick here in the Philippines if you're in poverty they can't really afford to get sick because 
there's actually here in the Philippines, it's really easy to get sick because like, for example, in uh, there are like places here in the Philippines where it's like really cramped. There are a lot of people, which is just really a breeding ground for all sorts of diseases, for all sorts of viruses, for all sorts of bacteria. And it's both hard to get. It's both it's both um, impo- it's both very easy to get ill and it's also very hard to support yourself when you get ill. There are like government funded hospitals here in the Philippines, but even that's not really enough because they're not really given the necessary, not really given much of the necessary things that they need in order to function well, in order to really sanitize well. So a lot of the people here in the Philippines, they're not, they don't have good access to good medical things that they need in order to function well, in order to really sanitize well. So a lot of the people here in the Philippines, they're not, they don't have good access to good medical, to good medical, like, yeah, they don't have access to medical professionals. They don't have access to to good hospitals, to good equipment. So they're often just, they often just have to deal with it on them by themselves. And also here in the Philippines, there's also a shortage of uh, different types of medicines. Like it's hard to find certain types of medicines here in the Philippines because like it's out of stock nationwide. A lot of medicines are out of stock nationwide. So even if you did have the money, it's still hard to get the medicines that you need. Even if you've saved up for the medicine, they might not be there anymore. There might not be any more medicine for that, for what you need. So you feel like here in the Philippines, yeah, poverty affects health and very much. That is actually really, really sad. And actually in the United States is the same thing. Like within the years, everything has gotten really, really expensive at absolutely everywhere. And I feel like, especially health-wise, over here, people cannot afford to get sick either. Like, hospital fees are too expensive. Medicine sometimes is way too expensive. Like, some medicine can cost you even more than $60, $80. Like, you have to actually have money in order to be sick technically like something that's natural for every single person something that health is supposed to be given for free healthcare should be given for free because over here it doesn't even matter if you have a medical plan things are still going to be really expensive a visit to the doctor will cost you just $700, $800. If you stay a day at a hospital, it will cost you sometimes even $1,000. And that is completely crazy, I say, because even for giving birth, women giving birth, sometimes the fees are $1,000 for something that's absolutely natural. And I don't understand why... Like, it has gotten so expensive over the years. An example that we can actually put from here in the United States is actually when COVID started, when when this virus started, let's put New York. 
New York has always been a place where houses are really expensive, food is really expensive, everything is really expensive in New York. And with the virus, people started getting sick and they some people did not really have the money to buy medicine, buy masks, buy even put the vaccine like they didn't have money for that. And at some point they were actually like, like people were dying. People were dying because they did not have the health care that they needed. Sometimes hospitals were too expensive and people just stayed there in their houses until they died. And that is something completely crazy for me because healthcare should be totally free. At least that is my opinion. I believe that a lot of people would agree with this and they really do need to make a change and things like this. So going on to the next things, I wanted to talk a little bit about some quotes that I actually found really, really interesting in this topic. And I would like for us to conversate a little bit on this, just give our opinions on it to see if it's relatable on some things or not. So let's get to that. And the first one would be by Frank Buckman, Protestant Evangelist, which this quote states, there is enough in the world for everyone's need, but not enough for everyone's greed. What do you think about that, Seth? I feel like that's honestly a very sad reality because there are people in this world who hoard money just because they can, just because they want to show off, even though they don't need the money, even though they don't necessarily, yeah, even though they don't need the money, they still hoard it because they feel like they deserve it. Even though a lot of people here in the world deserve, like, they don't really have enough money to survive. They don't even have enough money to thrive. It's not even about surviving. It's about thriving. It's about, it's not about living. It's about being able to continue to live, being able to continue to survive without any, like, you have to be able to survive is different than being able to thrive. And I feel like here, it's very important that we are able to build a society where people aren't just able to survive, they're able to thrive. And I feel like it's really it's really sad because a lot of people, yeah, they're very greedy. They hoard a lot of money. They don't even donate. They don't even like try to, they don't even try to help or they don't even try to advocate for different organizations. They don't even try to advocate for different like societies, for different like societies, organizations that try to help people. And I feel like there's just so much that they could do, but they don't because they are hoarders. They just want to keep money for themselves. They just want to keep resources for themselves because they just want it because they're greedy. And if pe- and pe- people being greedy is honestly one of the reasons why there's so many problems in the world because people are keeping stuff for themselves. They're keeping a lot of things for themselves and not letting other people have the opportunity to gain those resources. I completely agree with you, Seth, because people have been like that like years and years and years, and this has always been a problem. Poverty has always been a problem in this world. There's a lot in this world, but people 
just want all the wealth to themselves and they want everything to themselves. If somebody put a little bit of, if they would actually just give a little bit of that wealth, they would actually help a lot because I believe that even doing the simplest thing might help a lot, especially in problems like this. And I feel like people should really stop being so greedy towards money and like people just some people just want money and power and that is what has been causing a lot of problems in this world like you said and that is just completely sad but it's a reality it's something that will not change but I do believe we could actually do a little bit about it and just make people open their eyes towards like there is this problem there is poverty in this world and even if you give two dollars a day two dollars a day could do a lot even if you don't think about it but it could do a lot and it is a really sad thing that people are like this in this world so i have a second quote which states, as long as poverty, injustice, and gross inequality exist in our world, none of us can truly rest, which is the quote that I gave in the beginning by Nelson Mandela, the former president of South Africa. So what do you think about that, Seth? I feel like that's so true because poverty, injustice, and gross inequality, they can't exist without each other. They're dependent on each other. If you have injustice and gross inequality, you have poverty. If you have poverty and injustice, you have gross inequality. It's like a whole vicious cycle there with the prevalence of even one of them, you're able to support like both of them because they come with each other, you know? And I feel like they're the source of why a lot of bad things happen because of poverty. A lot of bad things happen because of injustice and gross inequality. A lot of horrible things happen. A lot of people are out. A lot of people don't really get the same opportunities. A lot of people don't really get the opportunity to thrive. They don't really even get the opportunity to survive. They don't even get the opportunity to live because of poverty, injustice, and gross inequality. They don't have the opportunity that other people have. They don't even have the opportunities that people from higher income families, people from first world countries can have. And I'm from a developing country and I can see that here in the Philippines, like there's so much poverty, there's so much injustice, there's so much gross inequality. And that's preventing us from really improving as a country. That's really preventing us from really pushing ourselves and really improving our own society, improving our own community. And I feel like it's very true. I do agree on everything that you said since we could never truly rest with problems like this. If you think about it, poverty, injustice, and gross inequality are three different problems by itself, which have always existed in this world. And every single one of them has to do something. Like, they actually come together. It's like, poverty 
is always going to have some type of injustice and inequality. Poverty is some people have certain things and some people do not. Some people do not meet those basic needs. They don't have water, a shelter. They don't have clothes. They don't have none of that while some other people do. And sometimes those people just like to hold everything for themselves. That's where ghost inequality comes. Injustice, injustice is where people are actually asking for help from, for example, the government. People are actually asking for help. And the government might prefer to keep increasing their own power and keep increasing their wealth instead of actually helping these people in need. And it's like, it's a completely sad it's a really, really sad thing how this will always exist. This will actually always exist and will never end. I feel like, yes, we could actually do something to help and we could actually do something about it, even if it's the simplest thing, like I said. But it's a problem that is always going to be there because people are greedy and people do not know how to actually be equal in this world, I believe. And like I said, it's truly a sad thing, but it's also the reality from this world. So for our last quote, I have a quote from Franklin D. Roosevelt, the 32nd president of the United States, which states the test of our progress is not whether we add more to the abundance of those who have much, it is whether we provide enough for those who have too little. What do you think about that, Seth? Yeah, I do believe in it. Because here in the Philippines, like I said, we're a development country. And if we really wanted to progress, then we should stop trying to give more to the rich. We should focus on trying to give more to the poor. We should focus on trying to give people in poverty the chances that they haven't really been able to receive we should focus on trying to give people in poverty the opportunities and the resources that they need to thrive in here in the philippines and that's how we can really show that we are really trying to improve as a society that we are really trying to progress develop ourselves into becoming a better sustainable society that we do without that the people in poverty are in poverty because it's easy it's easy for people to be greedy it's easy for them it's easy for the rich to get richer it's easy for people who already have so much to have even more but what is hard is for people who are in poverty for people who don't have enough to get what they need because people are just not people are greedy that's why it's hard for people who are who need to get what they need. So I feel like, yeah, I do agree with it. And that I feel like if we want to show our development as a society, it's harder to give people what they need. Okay, so I truly agree with what you said because it's the truth. I feel like... We do also have to do a little something with this problem because, like, 
let's put, for example, some artists. We know that those artists are really greedy. They might be really bad people. And we know that, but we still keep, for example, let's say listening to their music. We keep adding more wealth to them. And it's like, that's also a problem for us because we are really not doing what we are supposed to be doing. And it's like, instead of like trying to at least provide to some that have, that really don't have much, like we could prefer to like keep doing what we're doing instead of just helping a little bit. That's why I, I am actually really passionate about this SDG because I actually learned a lot throughout some things that some experiences that I have went through and I have actually seen myself just give more to those who have less instead of just keeping things to myself and that actually brought me a lot of happiness and it actually like I said it brought me a lot of happiness just to know that I am helping with a really big problem in the world knowing that I am doing something good and it makes me feel good about myself just providing for those who have very little instead of actually just keep adding wealth to those who already have enough I would say so that that is my opinion on that quote and Thank you, Seth, for being here, and thank you for giving us your opinion. Thank you for adding a lot to this podcast. So I would, I really appreciate that, and I would really want people to take away from this project, this podcast. I would really like for them to take away the fact that we could do a lot. That's really what I want to do. We could do a lot, and we could also in this path learn how to appreciate what we have and we could do a lot by doing the simplest things like I have repeated myself in this podcast like the least things we could do the simplest things we could do can help a peop- some family to put food in their plates like we could help them slowly built up a house where they can live in with their families just by doing the simplest things and I really really enjoy doing this podcast I would really like for y'all to take away a lot from this join our show weekly on Spotify or Apple Music in support of humanity justice and peace be sure to tune into our next episode Featuring SDG2, Zero Hunger, hosted by Marikar, co-hosted by Helga, with guest speaker from the Philippines, Mr. Mark. Let's spread awareness to all by caring, loving, and sharing food and achieving zero hunger. Want to know more about becoming a King Scholar? Visit our website at www.sumasan.org.